God is my boss. Being a business owner is one thing, but when you add wife and mom to that, oh, that's a whole different ball game. Welcome to the Mommy Business Podcast. We are here to discover how to win at this thing called life. It's time for you to design the life of your dreams, one building block at a time. This is Mommy Business with Leticia. Today on the Mommy Business Podcast, we are here with Davon. Davon is the president and founder of Divine Group, a firm specializing in travel market research, assets, and operational management and brand developer for boutique hotels of 200 rooms or less. Devon, welcome to the Mommy Business Podcast. I feel like this is going to be some good topics because we're going to be talking about boutique hotels. And that's interesting because I haven't had many people on here to talk about that particular topic. So this is going to be good. Well, thank you for having me. So... Owning a hotel is not something, like I said, I haven't had most people, many people on here talking about that. So it's not something that um, most people, especially black women, own. Right. Um, can we talk about that? Talk about your background a little bit. And how did you get into the hotel business? Sure. Sure, absolutely. So my background, I've been in the hotel industry for over 14 years. I actually got my start off as a front desk agent. And um, so I was at the, the and working in the front office or working in operations uh, for about six and a half years. So I did probably every job that you could think of. I have stripped beds. I have walked guests. I have worked every shift you can think of overnight. Um, I had to travel to different locations with task force uh, when I've been promoted. So most of my time has been in operations. So after about six and a half years, I was like, you know what? This is not for me operations uh i love the hotel industry i'm I'm telling you i love it everything hotels um my this is my favorite subject but i was like you know it is time to move on to something else and so i learned about the transactional side of the hotel industry and that's more the ownership side and in operations i did see a lot of people of color a lot of women of color uh, across the Merritt Marquis in Atlanta is right across the street from the Hyatt, Regency Atlanta, where I got my start off. And the general manager is an African-American woman. And that's the largest Marriott in the Southeast United States, the largest hotel in the city of Atlanta, and is led by an African-American woman. Wow. And, I know, right? I know. I know that. I need to make sure I put that in my phone so when we start reserving rooms in Atlanta. You say it. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And, and Hyatt, Regency Atlanta was actually the first hotel in Atlanta to open its doors to African-American. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King had events there when not, when nobody wanted Dr. King to have an event during the Civil Rights Movement. Um, the High Regency Atlanta opened its doors and they were just so warm, so personable. And so it's a lot, a lot of history there. And like I said, I love the industry. So I got into the transactional side and I actually uh, took a leap of faith and I took a non-paid internship for about three months because I really wanted to learn. And it, it's hard to get from out to get into um, transactional side from operations. And especially during that time, because it's not really a clear path. And so I, I did a non-paid internship for three months. I worked there in the morning and worked at the Hyatt at night. And that's when the light bulb hit. 
And, you know, during this internship, I was with owners and developers and, you know, people who own, you know, 1,200 acres of land, like it was nothing. And they're like, hey, you know what? I want to build a hotel or they own an office building. They want to convert. I'm like, wait, you can own a hotel? And I'm at this time, I'm working in a hotel. It didn't even register that I could own one, right? And... And I saw, you know, you know, people with bukus of money. But one thing I did know, there wasn't anyone who looked like me in the room. You know, there wasn't a lot of women. And I did see maybe a sprinkle of women, but it wasn't vendor side. Like they were accountants or CPAs or they handled the bonds and stuff. But um, so I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is for me. I was curious. So I, I left operations and I worked for Hoth HTL, which is a hotel consulting firm. And that's how I got my start on this side of the business. And this is where I, I learned and learned as far as the fundamentals of hotel ownership. Stayed there for about two years. And then I moved to Boston and worked for CHM Warnick, which is uh, one of the largest hotel asset management companies in the world, or excuse me, in the country. And um, that just really took it to the next level because I thought I was dealing with people with money I said wait a minute you know I was asset managing you know very large hotels you know 1600 plus rooms Um, I was managing north of a billion dollars in assets so uh, definitely really learned that uh, the the, the transactional side and what it means you know to become a hotel owner and after I was there for about two years, couldn't take the cold weather anymore, moved back to Atlanta. And I said, you know what? I'm helping everybody else's brand. It's time to develop my brand. And voila, the Vine Group. I love that. I love your story. And I love how you said you work your way up from the ranks. And you decided, like, this is something I want to do. You put in the time, you put in the effort, and you, hey, now you see the results of it. And you, you're so young, so great job for you to have that knowledge and that wisdom, that mindset at such a young age. Like, you know, I'm going to dive into this and do what I need to do. Yeah. And hey, that internship that was not paid for three months is paying off now. So, yeah. you know what you're right about. You know what? Thank you for reminding me. It is definitely paying off now. <laughs> so, I know you touched on this a little bit. Uh, what is it like being black and being a woman in the hotel industry? You know what? It was difficult for me at first. Um, I did. Luckily, I did have mentors um, who I was able to gravitate to, and they kind of like coached me, do you know, through things. But I'm gonna be honest. I was intimidated, you know, um, because I wasn't raised to to ask challenging questions, and and I was I was nervous, and um, I became more and more comfortable once I learned more and I taught myself and I worked hard and I started networking you know I was just being assertive and aggressive I was like you know what I don't know but once I realized it's okay to ask questions I said well you know what? let me go ahead and ask questions and and that's what I did I asked questions I wanted to learn I was hungry to learn you know if I didn't understand it um I, I really took a chance on it and it's like it started my passion so that's a passion of mine and so that's just something that I wanted to stick, you know, stick with it. And one of my mentors told me, you know, because she was one of the first um, African-Americans uh, to be an executive for a convention and visitors bureau in Atlanta. And she told me to, you know, don't forget about the other people who look like you. Like people like me helped open the door, but she realized I kept the door open so you can come. So don't forget when you're when you're at the boardroom and you realize that you're the only black person, you need to keep paying attention to that because if you if you don't see it, that means there's a problem. 
So yeah. my goal yeah. is to bring more people of color, more people of women, mm-hmm. uh, and actually just be an analyst or sit behind the table, but actually be at the table, have a voice, you know, come up with innovative ideas, come up with those challenging questions, you know, mm-hmm. really and just and so that's really just what what has been empowering me to do so. I love the advice. And that's one of the things as a developer I received as well. It's like once you're out here, you're in this field, remember to always give back. And not necessarily give back like to the poor or the underprivileged. It's like always reach back and help somebody else to reach where you're at and to get to where you're at. Because that's what it's all about, us helping each other out, building each other up. And learning from one another. Exactly. I mean, you're definitely doing it with this podcast. You know, I'm definitely a fan. And you're bringing on people who love to encourage and, and, you know, want to educate. So now people are like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me I can own a hotel? Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. So instead of residential, I get into commercial real estate. Wait a minute now. So now you've created a platform to kind of help people think outside of the box. And like, wait a minute. You know what? I can do it. Yep. And, that's, and that's exactly what it was about It's just to bring awareness To let you know, hey, this is something You can tap into You know, that's it's right. a lot of us in the residential side It's a lot of realtors But what about developers? What about right. investors? There's so much to real estate Than being a realtor right. you know? right. so It's like Tap into commercial We don't see a lot of us in the commercial industry We need to tap into that mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I just did A um financial performer on a development for a hotel in my class. This is a beast. <laughs> it was so oh, oh, my oh, so many moving parts in it. I was like, Whoa, this is way complicated than doing a little retail plaza. <laughs> Hotels are definitely complicated. It's the sexy asset, but it's, it's definitely complicated. That's what helps keep people like me with the job because mm. some people who are in real estate, they get it. They know real estate. They even know commercial real estate. You know, I know people, you know, some of my clients, they own, you know, multi-family, they developers and everything. And they're like, you know what? They wake up one day and literally like, I want to, I want to own a hotel. And then they look at that pro forma and they look at all the different pieces and the, like trying to find a management company. They're like, wait a minute, you know, this is too much. Let me stay in my lane and let me just go ahead and bring in a hotel expert. And then that way we can make it work and successful. Yeah, I love that. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, man, I'm just going to have to hire somebody that can take care of this side of things for me. So, <laughs> how demanding has it been to balance your rising career and also your business and hotel management consultant with your personal life? Like, are you are you married? Do you have any kids? I, I'm actually, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud because usually I don't. I am a single mom. And uh, I have a, he's 21 months, so be two in January. That's such a lovely stage. <laughs> when I tell you, he's been the motive. He, I don't know, I'm sure you could motivate. I know you love But girl, when I tell you that my little, my little plum plum, my little baby, he is my motivation. I'm telling you, he is just put that little spark. And it's just because I, I guess I have more of a because for so long it was just me and so uh-huh. I have and so it's just like I, I want to create generational wealth for him you know I want to do I, I want to do more you know and and, and and leave a legacy for him. Okay, 
I, and that's what you need. That's your why. And everybody be like, you always need that why. And don't forget your why. So, but it seemed like you was doing that before you even, you know, before you had them. So, how I'm more focused now? Yeah, I'm more focused because I have somebody depending on me. You know, so I'm I'm more focused, and now it's just like, okay, you can't be playing now. It's just like, see, and text then I'm telling you, it's just it's actually a little shameless plug. I actually got awarded. Um, I was the first Af- I'm the first African American woman, actually first African American period, to get awarded the um, Lori Riley Emerging in Excellence Hospitality Consultant Award Award by the International Society of Hospitality Consultants. And um in and the International Society of Hotel of Hospitality Consultants is like the creme de la creme of hospitality consultants. It's an international organization is an invite only membership. They only have like three or four three I think yeah, three black people and I'm the third black. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. It was one of my, it was actually one of my goals. You know, when I was writing down my goals, it was one of my goals to actually uh, be a part of this organization because it's just it's basically saying you're official hospitality consultant. And you know, a lot of our former bosses are, you know, a member of this organization. So it's it's just been like a, a dream come true uh, to, to be a part of this network. Good for you, girl. And you know, that's something I'm so happy you said you wrote that down as one of your goals because I tell people all the time on this podcast, write it down, and the universe is going to help support where your mind is and where your heart is. You know, like yeah, that's that journal because I heard that on one of your podcasts. I'm like, I'm going to have to get her journal. Yeah, you know, that, that mommy business, that, that extra push because it got mommy on it. I'm like, okay, let me yeah. know right now. It's, it's my life, my blueprint because it's like you have a special blueprint yourself. You have right. to draw out the blueprint to your own life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I have mentors. I have people that I'm proud of. And I have people that I cheer for. But it's like, God, you have to download the ideas inside of me so I can write out the blueprint to the life that you created for me. So right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to definitely link up when I get to Atlanta. And I'm going to make sure I pack one to bring to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> so I learned from one of your interviews online that your first job in the hotel industry was a front desk um, position. And you spoke on it a little bit earlier. And you have gone from the front desk, a hotel development consultant. Um, you also, you have an um, interest in to see or interest to see more women in hotel ownership slash investing. What mm-hmm. are some of the steps involved in getting into that space? You know what? It's actually not as hard as some people would think. Um, I actually te- teach a course on this, um, but just the real, just basic four ways that you can, four ways that you can get into to hotel investing or hotel ownership. Um, more if you want to become an active or passive investor. A passive investor is like you know when you're investing in a REIT or you're investing in a fund or something. You're just like, look, I have you know some extra money that I want to invest and park it like my retirement, you know, money or something like that. So I want to invest in a hotel. So that's one way. That's more passive. Another, another way is um, actually owning, you know, you're being a general partner or you're being more of an active in- investor and you're, you know, finding a management company, you're, you know, guaranteeing the debt. Uh, so that's one way. 
another way is investing in crowdfunding platforms. So there are actually some crowdfunding platforms for uh, for hotels, uh, regulated CFs. Uh, sometimes you have to be with those. Sometimes you have to be an accredited investor. And so an accredited investor um, means that you have a, a net worth of 200000 or more if you're single. Um, or three hundred thousand combined, if you have a, if you're, you know, have a partner, and if you have a net worth of over, uh, or you have a net worth of a million dollars, and she'll be classified as a, a commercial, uh, I mean, not commercial, as an accredited investor. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as with um, uh, accredited investing. You can uh, invest as a, in a crowdfunding platform. You can invest certain funds you can invest in, you, but you have to be an accredited investor. Um, you don't have to be an accredited investor. You can be a, a, a non-accredited investor. Um, but those are, or, or you can also invest in a REIT as well. And a REIT is a real estate investment trust. And they're actually, uh, there's a there's over, there's over eight uh, REITs that are specifically for lodging. Um, RJ Trust is actually owned by a, a black person, uh, Robert Johnson. He's the co-founder of BET. And uh, he has a, a, a REIT called RJ Trust. And they own probably, what, over 100 hotels in the United States. So he's probably the largest uh, black hotel owner. And his ex-wife, uh, Sheila Johnson, owns Salamander Resorts. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Um, but uh, that's another way that you can invest is through a REIT. Um, and then you could just Google REITs or go on if you wanted to get more information on, on how you could do it. Hello, mommy bosses. I know that you're ready to draw out the blueprint to your life. Visit the website, LaticiaScott.com and order your mug and your journal today. We need to be reminded every single day that this journey is my life, my blueprint. I get to draw out the blueprint to the life I want to create with God at the center. Order your mug, my life, my blueprint, and order your journal, the blueprint, so you can have your coffee ready, your pen ready, and you're writing down your ideas as you sip on your coffee or tea. Visit the website, LaticiaScott.com. So you see, you offer a course to actually get more. Yes. How can um, the listeners sign up for your course? So is it your Yeah, they can visit, uh, go, go to my website, The Von Group, T-H-E-V-O-N-N-E. G-R-O-U-P.com, um, thevinegroup.com, and it has information on, on my uh, courses. And so I have uh, four courses. Uh, one course is just give you an overview of hotel investing. So that way you can kind of understand it like ADR, occupancy. Uh, so you kind of understand the KPI so you won't be completely lost. I have another course on um, investment analysis. So for this particular course, is it could be for both if you want to just be more of a passive investor. But you, when you're going through, the, when you're looking at the deals, if you want to invest, it can, this can help you underwrite it or analyze it. Another course I have is for asset, asset management. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for someone who um, wants to learn asset management side or they're looking to start their own, you know, fund and they want to become an asset manager. This is a good course. And a management selector. This is for someone who um, they're in a process of acquiring a hotel and they want to, they need, finding a management company is so crucial. Just like, you know, when you're um, uh, acquiring a multifamily complex, you know, you need to find like property manager because they're the one that's going to be operating same thing for hotels like i say it's like a marriage you know 
because you're going to be together for a while. They're they're operating your asset, and and if you don't negotiate, and if you don't find the right operator, and if you don't negotiate the contract correctly, it will cost you uh, more. It's hard to get out, and then they're just leaving money on the table. So that's actually what I specialize in helping you put together a solid team. Listen, that's a course worth signing up for. She's exactly right. <laughs> that industry is definitely a great industry to get in. And like you said, if you don't find the right management company, you're leaving money on the table. You're throwing money out the door. So it's important that you at least, you know, get your team together. If this right. is something you're interested in getting into. But even if you just want to know a little bit more information about being um, an investor in the hotel industry, they should sign up for your course to get more information. So... You're, you're also the author, I'm sorry, the co-author of a book. Can you tell us about the book and what is a pineapple professional? Oh, sure. So pineapple is actually the international symbol for hospitality. And so I wrote this with a good friend of mine, Dr. Dequan Smith. Uh, when we were speaking to students uh, at different colleges, even at, I even spoke at Auburn University, um, I, um, we, we were getting a lot of the same questions, you know, like, how do you find a mentor? You know, I'm looking for a job. And it was just, you know, to me, I was like, oh, I was kind of, you know, don't they teach you this? In certain schools, they don't, you know, they kind of just focus more on the education side, not more on the professional development side. And so that's really what this, that's what the book is designed for. It's designed for entry-level students. So it's perfect for high school students. Um, it's perfect for, you know, uh, freshmen or a sophomore uh, students who are in um, hospitality programs, and it's literally like you mentioned the blueprint. This is think of it as a blueprint. Um, I wish that uh, I would have had a book like this, you know, when I was in school first starting out, because literally a walkie through, you know, a professional branding toolkit, like what you need to have as far as the suits. How do you find a mentor? That's probably one of the biggest questions I get. How do you find a mentor? Mm -hmm. And so it kind of helps you with that. It goes over communication. Um, our, uh, one thing about the hospitality industry, so many different, um, you know, you can have, uh, you can be a, graduate as a manager, um, you know, with a management training program and you're managing somebody that's old enough to be your grandmother. So this book kind of helps you learn how to communicate with different generations as far as with respect. Um, you know, it also explores the different opportunities in the hospitality industry. A lot of people don't realize that you can be an asset manager, you can be a hotel broker, you know, you can work on a cruise ship, you know, you can uh, be an event planner, you can work in a casino. So, it, and it also um, has a lot of um, options for uh, scholarships as well. Okay. Good information there. Again. <laughs> in an interview, you was asked about how you handle the fear. I'm sorry, how do you handle fear and also being involved in taking risks in your career? And you said, I don't think about it because when you think about it, you get scared. Yeah. And I agree with that. But yeah. also, you overthink yeah. it as well. And what they say, you um, when you think about it too much, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, girl. Yeah, I've done that a couple times. Or, or, or you know how you want to, it's good to have people that you talk to to kind of get their opinion but sometimes they give you their opinion and they change your thoughts and i've learned just to go with your first thought just do it just get it out there and you know build a, a team and i believe I, I even think warren buffett said this you know if you're not a plumber don't try to do plumbing work just hire hire the expert you know so 
I, I know hotels, but I'm not the best as far as I'm not the, the the strongest writer. So let me go ahead and bring an on a writer. You know, let me bring in somebody that's really good in digital marketing. Like, let me bring together a good team. Like, I'm not an attorney, so I'm, I'm going to recommend that you get an attorney. You know, I'm not. An attorney, so I'm going to recommend that you get a CPA. I, I stick in my lane. You know, I stay in my lane. Um, so it's as far as you know me. Just taking risk. I've always been a risk taker because uh, I was, you know, listening to everybody and, you know, everybody putting their two cents in. And finally, I'm like, you know what? This is my life. I'm going to do it because I realized that some people may tell you the wrong thing because it's not what they want to do. Everybody has to live your life because I rather make my own mistake and it's my mistake as opposed to I made a mistake because somebody else told me to do it. And I'm like, dang it. I should have just went ahead and did it my way. So that's, that's what I've been learning along the way. Hey, we can stop right there. My life, my blueprint. <laughs> there you go. My life, my blueprint. There we go. Girl. There you go. <laughs> so, what's next? What do you have coming up next in your life and also in your career? Uh, in my my next thing, I'm working on an initiative. I, well, I guess I'm putting it out there. I'm working on an initiative to get more uh, minorities into hotel ownership. So, I'm going to revamp my courses. Um, I'm going to, uh, um, I'm putting together a mastermind and really, it's really just going to walk people through the actual process. So I'm coaching them along the way, um, to get them to, if they want to do their own hotel, meaning, you know, a lot of people think that, um, Marriott, Hyatt, I all the only other hotels in their portfolio, in their inventory or portfolio. And so there's an opportunity for you to be a franchisee. So I can walk you through the entire process as far as, you know, how to find the right brand. You know, if you see an office building and you think, and it could be a possibility that we can convert it into a hotel, you know, if it, you have some dirt and you think it's a good place to put a hotel or a boutique hotel or a bed and breakfast, you know, I can walk you through the entire, you know, concept and help you, you know, pull in the key players, help you pull an interior design person, you know, help you pull in the attorney, help you pull in the CPA, help you pull in the management company, you know, um, I can do all of that. Even if you want to, even if you want to just stick with, you know, a well-known brand such as like, you know, a True by Hilton or Hampton Inn or something like that, or Hyatt Place, or, you know, I get clients, they're like, you know what, I want to develop my own brand. Like I have a client now, she's more of a, a foodie and she's more of an author. She loves to read. Like she, she doesn't have a like I've never seen a team in her house and so her whole concept this hotel concept is going to be about books and about reading and about you know uh, uh, literary art like it's just a complete and then but she's being a technology so we're trying to figure out how to infuse all of the information so I'm helping her you know with, with that concept and she owns the land so that's even a plus plus she inherited some um, some, some, some land from her uh, uh, from her father some commercial land, and so I'm helping her with the concept. So yeah, isn't that yeah? So I'm excited. Yeah, that's something to be excited about, and hey, yeah. it all sounds good to me. I would love to see that end product once it's completed. That's yeah. something I like that imagination with that. So, so this has been really good. We have, you've been giving some great advice so far, but I want to ask you this final question. Okay, what is the best advice that you receive? Um, growing up that has carried you along the way on your journey? 
work smart and not hard. Okay. And then my dad's favorite. Oh, no, go ahead. My, my dad's favorite is make all the money you can. So with those two quotes, <laughs> with those are from my dad. He's, he's not with us anymore, but he's he said that to me every day, pretty much when we talked. Um, when he said work smart, meaning don't work too hard where you're trying to do, you know, 50 million things at once. Because, you know, men, they, they don't, you know, women as women, we got to juggle everything. Yeah. So he's more like, but then we get over, we get stressed. We got to do this, we got to do that. So he's like, Devon, just think about it. Let's take two seconds, figure it out. What can you do? So that way you can still work. You still can be productive, but you're not draining yourself. So if you have a little extra money and you can take your clothes to the dry cleaners and you don't have to worry about, you know, washing them or doing whatever. Or if, you know, you got a little extra money and you can afford, you know, daycare or, you know, if you got a little extra money and you can hire somebody to kind of help clean up a little bit to kind of get. That's what I mean by working smart. You know, if you know for the. The, the business owners on here that are listening or future business owners and you like, you know, this is too much work. You know, I need help with a process in place so I can get a virtual assistant or getting, you know, bringing an operations manager. That That's what I mean by working smart because you should be able to go on a vacation, you know, from your business mm-hmm. and it's still run. So that's what I mean by working smart and not hard. I like that. My husband always say, um, make sure I get this right. He was like, if you um, if you can't take a break or take a vacation without your business, then you're not a business owner. You're a business employee. You're working for yourself. You have to hire those things out, and you have to focus on what you're good at and put your energy towards that. And the things that you're not good at, hire it out. So I, I like that advice. Your hu- your husband is right on. <laughs> Please share with us. How we can find you on social media and also where we can find out more information about you online. Okay, everything is on my website, the Von Group, T H E V O N N E G R O U P dot com. And I'm on Instagram at Devon Reeves. I'm on Facebook, the Von Group, and I'm also on LinkedIn. Thank you, Devon. This has been a great podcast. It's probably going to listen to it again and again. Um, Thank you so much for your time. And like I said, I just can't wait to like dig into your brain to get more information out about this hotel industry because, hey, that's something new to me, too. So, thank you. And y'all can build it. That's the girl. You're the best of both worlds. You can develop it. Right. Uh, we're going to focus on development, then I'm going to hire you as a consultant to do all the rest of this. Stay in your land. I right? love it. I love it. Let's do it. It's, 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 it's out in the universe now. Oh, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Leticia. This is great. I love what you're doing. Thank you for putting this platform out there to continue to encourage, you know, moms to, to stay in business. Thank you. And that's what I need more people like you to come on to share your experience and also just let us know what's available because, you know, it's not some people, they have their small circle and this world is so big. So I am very grateful for this platform that I have. And this is something I want to do. I just want to, you know, inspire moms and business owners like you're not alone. There's others out there that's doing what you're doing or want to do. And they're surviving. You have to hear their story and you get encouraged. And 
they can reach out to you. You know what I'm saying? For advice. So that's what it's all about, girl. There you go. So I'll follow up with you later. We're going to go ahead and end this podcast. And then we're going to talk off the podcast. <laughs> all right, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mommy Business Podcast. If you received helpful tips from this episode, remember to share. We are here to encourage and motivate each other. If you have tips you would like to share with the Mommy Business Tribe, join us on Facebook. We would love to hear how you are balancing being a great mom and running a successful business. Please follow the Mommy Business Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Remember, ladies, your life, your blueprint. Let's get to building. This podcast is produced by Paradox East and powered in part by the Maitland Conservatory. Visit them at themaitlandconservatory.org.